you what it do oh we appear here for your first time this is indeed the right place you ain't in the wrong place you found us we've been looking for you this is the life be life and podcast for those who you know whether you listen to five minutes or 55 welcome back we missed y'all man uh glad to be back here pie with you guys you know what i mean spending some time kicking it and whatnot Again, this is the Life Be Life and Podcast hosted by the awesome, the wise, the thuggish yet sensitive, uh, the versatile Mimi the Goddess. Hey guys, what's popping? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're glad she enjoyed her vacation. We're glad yes. that, you know what I'm saying? She was able to spend time from her uh, busy schedule. You know what I'm saying? To get back to doing what we do. You know, we had to hold down the fort without her. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you guys. You know, you know, that's the that's a good thing in having them, you know, a little potter in the family. You feel me? Yeah, people to step in, you know. And you know, help out anytime somebody got some stuff they got, you know what I mean? Whether it's a issue or whether like, you know, just you know, life be life. Yeah, life definitely been life. And she's flanked by none other. Than your favorite fat freckled man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what was oh, I had one. Oh, no, oh you got a new it. one, I had one, yeah, 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 Damn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stack Randolph, you feel me? Uh, you know, what I mean, I had a couple. Oh, oh man. man, I gotta start making up some new but ones. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm I'm get back to it, you know what I'm saying? we just gonna get straight to it. Y'all already know who it is. Your favorite coach's favorite coach, Splash Charles. We back in here, swish. <laughs> All oh, that, you hear me? Actually, I like to go for the bank shot if you know me in real life. Yeah. That being said, man, y'all know we do the BMF recaps. Uh, so we're going to start right to it. We are in season two, episode four. Running on E. BMF at this point in time. You know what I'm saying? Running on E. Uh, at this point, uh, things have gone left. With our favorite drug dealing duo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry and me, you know I mean? The Black Mountain family. Flannery Brothers, man. The Flannery's, man. <laughs> can't go wrong, will go wrong around the Flannery's, man. Yeah. For every win they get, it's a bad thing about to happen around the corner. Man, talk about profit and loss with these niggas. <laughs> Jesus <What>? Christ. <laughs> what? So, Let's... you know. If he was with us last episode, you know what I mean? A dot C dot E tapped in with us to do the recap. And uh, let's just jump to the back of that episode. Mish got shot. In the neck. You know what <laughs> Lamar saying? got his ass. Lamar got him. Um, and it's just crazy with that whole situation with Lamar, man, because yeah. it's like he shouldn't be this powerful. He's the, if you heard me in season one, I called him the boogeyman. That's really what he is. He's mm-hmm. Jason. He's Michael Myers. Yeah. He's Freddy because he should not be this capable. He's relentless. Injuries that he has. Relentless. This man got a whole shit bag. Literally. <laughs> like, and he is fucking shitting on their asses. Like, every what? Listen, I'm like, this nigga Lamar, you can't stop the rain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He done picked off the 12 street boys that decided to join him. 
viciously. You know, got them out the way in the last episode. Viciously. I was like, right. I said, oh no, no, no. Somebody gotta kill this nigga ASAP. He 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 mm. he dogging these men. What? And just <laughs> just when the Flannery brothers reunite on some BMF type time, you know what I'm saying? Here, here come, come here come the boogeyman. Yep, here he come. Caught me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got he caught him in the neck. So mm -hmm. what Terry had to go sneak him out the hospital because Lamar was Facts, coming to the hospital to kill knew. that nigga. He yeah. already knew. Knew and he wasn't safe there. Lo and behold, you know what I'm saying? I forgot his name on the show, but you may know him as Ash Larry. I know I do. Darnell Rollins. <laughs> That's my nigga. It's, he's a funny boy, but uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He got Lamar in there, so Lamar could indeed try to finish the job. Whole time, the Flannery's out in the you know waiting room, you know praying, hoping he pulled through and whatnot. And Lamar there to make sure he don't. Yeah, fortunately, T had that oversight, knew it was coming, got him up out of there. Good old Southwest T, he was on the job that time. For sure, for sure, he might have had damaged eye, but even he could see it coming. Listen, Terry, he needed to make up for all the shit he had going on in this damn episode, though. <laughs> Okay. Listen, this man that went and made a deal with Boom. Now, mind you, he already trying to fuck his girl, wife, whatever she is. Who knows? And uh, <laughs> and then he going to send the white bra up to Lansing with the shit in the glove box, a little stash box. She don't even know she transporting nothing. Like, nigga, you don't think they watching y'all? Like, then you have B. Mickey come to the warehouse. Like, Come on, why why you do that? Like you just made that super obvious. You know I mean? Like they pull her over and call her with the shit. So now she gotta try to figure out what she being locked up for because she really had no clue what she was transporting. None whatsoever. I'm like, she yeah, you can't be that dumb. She just knew she was getting the package from point A to B. She ain't had no idea what was going on. Nope, just trying to make a little extra money for a kid in college. Well, we see how that's about to go for her. For real, for real. Bad. I mean, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? She at that point where, you know, they going to put the pressure on her. You know they are. And she got a fool. And she got a fool. Listen, I was surprised that they had uh, Mo pop up. And I was like, what's she doing? But that was a smooth move right there. Where she hit her with the look, eat these charges, you white, they gonna give you the bare minimum time. They not even gonna really charge you with really carrying nothing for real, yeah. which yeah. apparently they didn't. So she got mm -hmm. off easy, took that little bit of money, I guess, you know, because Misha and I was like, we'll make sure your kid taken care of. So she done ate the charge for them. And I know that 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 done pissed Brian and old girl off because it's like still can't catch that? these niggas. Still can't right. these niggas. But, you know, my question is, like, what does that mean for the car service, though? I mean, it's done. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, what I figured. It's, it's done because Charles can't do it all by himself. And he mm -hmm. really is literally down two drivers. So, I and mean, a car. And a whole car. Yeah. While he still got to be a mechanic. So it's kind of like, can he keep it going on some moonlighting type time? To an extent, but the money that T had got them to the point of making to where they could even afford to hire old girl, mm -hmm. that's out the window, man. Yeah. And unless they all teach little sister drive, <laughs> put her in a black, a black Listen, and white house. 
So listen, I'm about to say, and at this point, the way Nikki feel about her brother, she might she might be down because she tired of the nonsense. Yeah, she like, look, if I ain't, I might as well be in it if I gotta be in it, you know, because it's like she can't get from around it. So, but yeah, this this episode was crazy, and I just I think the most entertaining part uh, for me was <laughs> when they getting ready to dip. And the father come out of nowhere with all his money to give them to get out of town. And I'm like, well, where's the irony in that? Like, you weren't trying to support nothing these yeah. niggas had going on. Their lifestyle, being a, a part of all this, but here you come with a wad of cash. <laughs> I was like, hey, Charles need to get his shit together. He don't know if he coming or going. Listen, we're going to have to have a conversation about Charles at some point because oh, his, his social media is setting his name ablaze. <laughs> yeah, they tell his I ass to do one. Pieces on this man right now. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. You would have thought this show wasn't about these two drug dealing boys. The way Listen, they are wearing his ass out. What? Yeah, I was like, Lord Jesus, poor Charles. I don't feel sorry for his ass. So, because uh, he surely when Lou still stood up in church and was berating them people for walking out, he was like, "Shit, I would walked out too." And I was like, "Nigga, like, okay." Listen, we we spoke on it before. Uh, his strong resentment towards Meech getting involved in the drug game. I mean, he's not like jumping back over that line. Like if you said, even yeah. with him having broken them off the bread, because he's like, you know, I know. That y'all on the run and y'all left all your money with y'all kids. Y'all can't expect your father not to do the same for y'all, you know, and do what I always told y'all to do and look out for each other. Yeah, but stick together is what he said. Y'all at stick the end together. of the day, they don't steal his kids, but it's like, you know, it, at the, it had to get that bad. It had to get that bad to the point yeah. where he's like, I know it's out of my hands. I can't lecture them to death. I can't, you know, leverage one against the other. Like, yeah, this I, I is the time gotta, I gotta make them stick together. I just gotta be daddy and then hope my kids can make it back home at some point. Yeah, shit. Them niggas barely made it out of town because no soon as they was leaving, here come the boogeyman <laughs> on their ass, literally yeah. grabbing the shit out of that job. I was like, you fucking up the damn car. them is like nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. He was Absolutely. on their ass, but Terry did a good job uh, you know, navigating out his way up out of that and i was like okay good job that did tell you some little driving skills with the flinnery car service i taught you a little something something <laughs> he definitely had the whip game to get him up out of there because it was about to be a bad job yeah so, uh, and making their way to atlanta i'm interested to see how that's gonna go you definitely already know because he remembered you know what i mean back in episode one homeboys told him like this is where it's at you know what i'm saying you need to make some plays come back out here come to be. so you know he about to go take homeboy up on his word and see what he can do yeah um, that whole thing with uh losing boom money was crazy man what you know you gotta be on the road and somehow you managed to go back and tag that man wife before you go on the road <laughs> Oh damn, I forgot about that. And then, oh yeah, and then it, he went behind K9 back. Like, I want to see how that's gonna turn out. That's gonna be crazy. And it's 
so the thing about it is, is that I feel like it won't go as bad as it could because that was Terry and not Meech. True, true. He, he probably could have spent it that way. Because and then when they had a, man, don't do it. Yeah, he was. And he was like, nigga, that's your problem. Like, I told you not to do it. <laughs> I was like, Meech is ruthless. Nigga, that's your problem. I was like, damn. But he right, though. Like, right, though. It, you know, my thing is, I get what he was he was trying to do, trying to step up and step up for his brother, right? And I think, you know, he never really wanted out of the game. Like, he, he just said he did. But I think once he realized, like, his mom and dad and his baby mom was, like, playing a game to get them to get him to do what they wanted him to do, I think at that point he had already decided. And then, like, he's trying to fuck Markeisha, so you got to have money. It's taking you a little too long to establish some funds with the car service. So I think he had subconsciously just had already decided he wanted to go back. But, you know, I kind of felt like it was fucked up because you knew B. Mickey was the second in charge and you kind of just came and fucking stepped on his neck, you know, and then you made that weak ass play and fucked it up. Like. And B. Mick feeling the way about that. He already... He already on the fringes because you know what I mean he getting pressed by Bryant. So yeah, it's like yeah, which is crazy in and of itself. Like, yeah, I I I I fear for B Mickey life. I ain't gonna even cap. I'm a little worried about if he get found out. If something like some way, somehow, I'm like, damn, I don't I'm want this man. Like this. When he get found out, because it's just like it's just it's, no way he's gonna be able to do it. Like Bryant's just too reckless. Bryant pushing yeah. too hard. He just showing up at his house all randomly and like that. Like, that's why I say it's win. Because I'm like same, same way B Mickey saw Lamar coming out of his crib in season one. Somebody who know B Mickey gonna see a cop Bryant, that big yep. ball headed cop and be like, "Hey, uh, I thought you wasn't rocking with the detective no more, Meech." Yeah. Um, Oh, he was. Why he was leaving your door. spot though? <laughs> he was out your best man though. Your right hand so man crazy. was over there rapping with him. Yeah, it's about to be bad business with that one. I can see it coming now. <laughs> man, listen, Bryant is on the war path. He is For on sure. the rampage trying to get him up out of there. He definitely is. He went him all the way out the paint. He like he damn he got hard on for Meech ass. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the hell Meech did to him. Well, I do know what it is. It, we know what it is. We know what it is. We know what it is. All right, you know, season one, he fucked up back then. So I got it. Too much. He felt like he overextended too much and, and mm-hmm. Meech bit the hand that fit him, fed him, and didn't even like seem regretful or remorseful for it. It's just kind of yeah. like you know, you figure it out, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian been on his neck since then. You right. So you threw my fat ass to the fuck. Oh, I got you. Right I to the wolves. You. Let his ass you. Tow up. I got you. No worries. And I mean, he been on him since. Yep. Um, what else we got going on in that little situation? Because those are the major parts I feel like. Yeah, um, he, he sent his baby moms off after he smashed her off. I was like, this nigga got a whole hole in his neck. He's still dicking bitches down. Gotta love I, it. She 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 wanted it. Oh, she did. She she definitely attacked him. I ain't mad at her either. Yeah, you know he can't he can't necessarily be like ah nah you can't have his meat while you giving it to (laughs) joint. Yeah, he 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 gave it to her too, but sent them off. Monique fucking gangster ass. She don't want to go nowhere, so he'd have to set up people to watch the houses. So yeah, this was a wild episode. It seemed like it moved too fast though. It was like it seemed like it was so short to me. It did seem really short, really fast. 
everything was at breakneck speed. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what they wanted to take us through, to be like, yo, it's, it's, it's no time for me to do, you know, the wonders that he do. He shot. Yeah. You know, it, it's no time for Terry to be, you know, super cerebral. And, well, you thought he was going to pull it off. And then next thing you know, Brian and them is right on. Yeah, because I thought he had, I thought he had to play. I thought it was, I was like, oh, Terry got it. Southwest T does it again. Nope, 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 oh. nope. Flag on the play. Yeah. <laughs> right with T.O. timeout. They they got his ass. Got right with him. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely a fast paced episode. So you know the next one is going to be, you know, uh, probably much slower pace as they yeah. try to, you know, what the next couple of moves got to be. Yeah. Um, I just I wonder who that. Lamar gonna kill in the meantime. Man, every yeah. damn body, they better like watch his ass. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's gonna catch a body every episode till they catch him. I feel like that's that's exactly what's gonna happen. If he he gonna lay at least one nigga down every episode until he get me really or they get so. him. Until I he really get me so. or they get him. Like oh, it's cause he fucked this mad baby mom. <laughs> but, but shit, fuck her. And then I had turned around and had a baby by her, like. On the off season, kind of, sort of like you know. I'm just saying, you was booked, my nigga. You was yeah, booked. listen. You can't shit take bag your shorty. With you. you, you was laid up. Girlfriend with you, boy. Look, you shit bag shorty. You can't even get it up right. either. Shit. Right. Couldn't even smash out the big joint. You know what I mean? Listen, because he was taking she her ass ready. down in season one. Oh my god, killing her right there in the bathroom floor. She was ready for a rematch. Yeah, she was. He was. I was like, damn, girl. But hey, man, the boogeyman. I feel like he gonna be at it every episode. But I feel like the Flittery brother is gonna stay a few steps ahead. I'm telling you, man, he is truly the boogeyman. Black, it's black the man. other niggas. That, they, they, the other niggas ain't smart enough. But Meech and Terry, they smart enough. It just seemed like he's supernatural, man. He shouldn't be this efficient. He shouldn't be this powerful. I mean, he his whole character evolved. Like the gold chains, the niggas being scared of him, him just taking whatever he want. Like his whole character has like evolved this season. You almost can't hate him. Like Like, scared of him, but how did he get worse? How did he get stronger after that? Like that's it was that it was that conversation with his cousin. True. True. That after that conversation, True. something in him, yeah, it powered him so, up, man. No, got a point because he told him he used the beast, and he been acting like it since then. Yep, yep, shit been crazy, and I just think it's gonna get crazy. So we gonna it see, is. we gonna see, we gonna see. Yeah. So let's get to let's get to the conversational point of this episode. Uh, me and Mish had a couple of conversations last season about you know because. We, we family in real life, so, you know, we always checking yeah. on each other, trying to see what each other get into. And um, right now, we're going to go over with y'all. We're going to share with y'all, I mean, what we looking like as far as, like, three of our goals for this year, 2023, and where we at with them. So, okay. you know, I'll go ahead, and for once, I'll go first. Yay! <laughs> for once, I'll go first. I'll um, acquiesce. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, one of my goals is to, you know, I mean, as I mentioned before, you know, I had the Achilles tear last year. So one of my goals is to, you know, start getting back on the court, um, to, you know, of course I ain't going to be great no more. I mean, I probably was never great if I'm honest, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can't boogie the way, you know, I I feel like I'm not going to be able to boogie the way I used to. 
I mean, my man used to call it my one saucy play per game. Shout out to Listen, Bill. Listen. He, I always had come up with one saucy play every game. So I don't know. It might be every other game at this point, <laughs> at best. Going every forward. other game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might be every other event. It might not even be every game. But um, just, you know, going out and shooting a basketball, I told myself I got to do that, you know, because I wanted to be, I wanted to be, like, able to get in a game by June. Oh, okay. Um, to actually get in a game, like just pick up level. Yeah. Um, like I think, honestly, I think, you know, playing whole leagues, I ain't going to say it's done for me, but it's definitely going to have to be certain conditions and I'm definitely going to be a bench player. Like I'll never start again. I'll, <laughs> I'll never Listen, start. I'm good with coming off the bench these days, baby. I'll, I'll never play starters minutes again. I already know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to get to that point. Um, and that is my goal to play 40 over, playing a 40 over league next year. You know what I'm okay. saying? Steady run. Um, but for, for this year, like I said, it was just to, you know, get over the initial fear of, you know, even just kind of trying to push off to get the jump shot up. Um, I still ain't jumping. <laughs> so as far as where I am in that goal, I took my kids out uh, Monday. It was a really mm. beautiful day. Took them to you know Nate's loving basketball kind of yeah uh, to the point where you know he likes to play he's not watching it yet but he's definitely always wants to pick up the ball as you can I mean, see this is his hoop back here you know what I'm saying he see a little baby busy. dunkster he likes to get busy he likes to have our little you know uh shootouts and stuff like that <laughs> I love it um, he'd be cheating though um you know what I mean the kid be, be cheating, cheating. I don't believe he definitely it. Be I got to shoot jumpers. He dunking. Like, come on, bro. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, Nick is coming back around, too. So I uh, just took them to go try to, you know, work on the basics, you know, just dribbling right now. Yeah. Just being confident with the dribble. Um, and while I was out there, I said, all right, I'm going to get some shots up. The first couple felt smooth. Then it kind of like was bricks for a while. I didn't get too frustrated. Um, my mid-range still was looking tight butter to be honest the threes though oh lord and yeah the the three-point range Yeesh. not not there not mm. there. not there i'm not i'm not money from outside at all you know because I, I i'm too scared to jump for one so my lift not the same yeah. i think i gotta keep working out to build up build back the upper body strength that's going to, uh, you know, help me compensate for what I can't do as far as my, uh, you know, legs yet. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, you know, I've been kind of just like, I call her my protege, but really it's not like I get out there and do no real work with her. I'm just like, kind of like helping her work through the dynamics and the politics of, you know, going next level and what you got to do to prep yourself and just giving her that knowledge that I have from me playing sports and then working with the collegiate level, you know, athletes. Um, but my niece, my best friend's daughter, she um, decided she was playing volleyball last season. So she picked up basketball this season. And I told her, you know, just keep rotating the sports and it'll condition you. So she was like, you know, she had a game. She was like, I need help with da 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 da, da. And like, I was like, okay, say less. Cause they have a half court in their house. Um, the house they uh, bought used to be owned by a Wake Forest coach. Um, so it was like half court in their house. Um, so I was like, oh, all right, I have a free weekend. I'm gonna come out there, you know, after I go to boxing class and I'm gonna come help you. Yeah. 
<laughs> I am no longer in balling condition. For me to work out as much as I do, oh, baby, I got my ass beat, okay? Like, I was tired. 15 minutes in, and my watch is like, oh, we detected a workout. You don't fucking say. <laughs> I was sweating. Yeah, I was just like, so after like an hour and 45 minutes, I was like, okay, you're just about to run drills by yourself because I'm tired. Like I, and I feel like you, like I was getting shots up. I was still making the moves. I was surprised at how much stuff I remember. And, Memory. but it was like, yeah, from the free throw line, I felt like, oh, it took so much force for me to get that shot up. Like mm. outside shots from the wing, so much force for me to get that shot up. And I was like, damn, am I, have I gotten fluffy again? I feel like I can't get off the ground. I said, mm. if I'm going to keep working with her, I'm going to have to condition myself for the sport again. I I was like, yeah, I couldn't half court. I couldn't run half court right now if I wanted to. Mm. I would die. I'd be laid on the floor. I'd be, I, I, I couldn't. I was like, mm-mm. Two and a half hours, and I probably hit like twelve thousand steps. I had burned so many calories. <laughs> it was like my workout was like an hour and forty five minutes. I was like, and then of course she's like, "Well, you did just go boxing, Mm-mm, baby. Don't try to give me a reprieve. I'm uh, the fuck terrible." Okay, she's yeah, like, "You're yeah. actually really good." And I was like, "Yeah, no, this is really trash. Right for real, this is trash." But. She started improving every game. Like she was practicing the stuff we went over. She would go down there and work on the drills that we ran. And every game she was getting more points, getting more rebounds, getting more blocks. She was practicing, you know, executing plays. And I was proud of her. I was like, I did my damn job. <laughs> but boy, I tell you, uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't built for that shit no more. I ain't built for it at all. <laughs> so kudos to you. And uh, I'll be cheering you on for the 40 and oblique because I ain't got it. And shout out to Nick. He got his first win against me um, a few weeks ago, I want to say. Hey, okay, nephew. Now, now I am going to be that person that throws caveats on it. But for the fact that one, I, I wasn't in basketball shoes. So I, there was a lot. I oh, okay. Do. Yeah. But a win is a win. A win. And I'm, would say that he didn't win so i had to give him his i had to give him his uh props because especially the two of the shots that he hit because we only played to three i'm like yeah i already know i'm not in basketball shoes i'm not hell no i'll end up back in on, on crutches or whatever back in a boot um so he actually he's terrible with layups and it's like a mental thing like he's not ben simmons but like you know what i'm saying he's sitting there trying so hard to do it right and, and fighting against his body to do it that a lot of times he don't execute it but this time he literally two-step laid up and you know i can't jump no more like not right now so they like you put his shit so out all i did was this you know like i was taking a charge but he's just came straight into me took the contact laid it in i said and one yeah okay and he went off a little he went off a little uh free throw line jump shot you know what i mean because again <laughs> I can't be me and you know be a dog and chase you around yeah, the court. Yeah, you know, defense, signature skill, but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, I had the opportunity to win the game. That's why I really had to give him his props because I had the opportunity to win the game. I bricked on the shot and he capitalized on his. So shout out to you, son. I know but that's yeah, that's, right. the, that's, that's that's the one the the one goal that I'm kind of 
you know, that's where I'm at with this one goal so far. What you got? Noted. All right. So one of my goals this year was to travel more, right? You know, for since the pandemic started, because prior to the pandemic, I'd be catching flights, not feelings like I was out of here, like for work, personal, impromptu, plan, going to New Orleans every six months. That was me. But when the pandemic hit, like after January, when I went to Jamaica, it was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I developed this weird anxiety. So last year, you know, my thing was, okay, I'm at least take one flight. And my first flight was to New Orleans for McKenzie's AAU tournament. Right. Because the other ones I drove to. Um, and because I wasn't traveling alone, it made it, you know, smoother or whatever. And her mom hadn't traveled since the pandemic either. So it was kind of like, okay, we in this together. But then in August, you know, we did the little impromptu family trip and that kind of was all on me, you know? So, and then traveling with kids, it was just like, damn, but like, man, I did that. Like, so I was like, all right, next year I have about 200 hours of leave to burn and I'm going to burn every bit of it traveling. I was supposed to go to Houston for the long weekend that came up, but I had an emergency with my best friend. So I postponed that trip, but definitely replanning that. Um, I'm already looking at Miami for May for my birthday. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to take Mackenzie because she turned 18 and she graduating. So it's just kind of like, and of course I want company. Like initially last year when I was going to go, but I put the trip off. I was going to go by myself. When I was going to go to Houston, I was going to go with my homegirls, but they put that trip off. So I was like, this year, my goal is I'm traveling. I'm not putting anything off, but I'm not, I'm doing good with the planning of the goal, but executing not so much. So not really my fault thus far, but I am hopeful. We don't have any long weekends coming up, but so I have Houston. I got a plan, replan Miami in May. Going to Vegas in July for my uh, friend's 40th, and we're doing an Usher concert, and Yolanda and her husband are coming. So it's like, okay. And then, um, of course, I'm trying to do the whole little, you know, Miami or Florida. Well, we went to Pompano, but I took them to Miami for the day. So I'll take the kids back down to Florida because they really love that area. Mm-hmm. And we're also, I'm going to go ahead and step out on a limb and do a family cruise in December. Um, but then here and there, I'm going to try to take little small trips over the long weekend. So I might push Houston down to like Columbus or Veterans Day or something like that. Um, and then for cause yeah, July, I'm taking that whole week off for Vegas. So like, yeah, I'm doing good with planning. Um, but right now my execution is a little shaky because it's like life be life. Something always be getting in the way. So I'm just going to keep working at it and you know you know I haven't been taking as many staycations because it's like I'd rather spend the money on hotels out of town so like I don't know I might just kind of be like take a trip one weekend like if I got the weekend free off from the gym or something because my trainer been traveling or whatever so it's like oh you ain't here then I can take a trip <laughs> for the weekend <laughs> like I ain't obligated to be in the gym um I go work out somewhere else so you know and you know I saw I told you I want to come up to Philly maybe we could get some content popping I'm gonna check out that gym up there so yeah so it's things like that so I feel like I'm about 50 50 with that goal um I'm proud of myself for planning and really having the things in place to get it done but I have to 
make sure I don't let a lot of shit get in the way or life be life and to stop me from doing what it is I want to do. So factuals, factuals. Um, my other goal, uh, my second goal, man, listen, I ain't gonna lie, I reset the counter on it and not like on some oh, like yo, that doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, I'm back at zero, like, you know, how they been at the uh factory, however many days without incident. <laughs> that whoever happens got to go back to zero. That's yeah, me. that's me. That's me. Um, if you know me, you know, like I'm fat and I'm trying to unfat. But if it's any demon, if it's any demon, <laughs> any addiction that I still have to beat, everybody who knows me in real life knows what it is. It's Mountain Dew. It is my you still the devil punch. Damn it. Yeah. It is my cocaine, is my heroin, man. Listen, I, I, I gotta. I I was doing good for a little bit. I mean, had my little water. Like, all right, you know, I ain't even gonna drink soda at all. Got waters, you know, get some natural juices, smoothies, smoothie truck left, man. I, I relapsed. Oh no, <laughs> no. I I've seen you some at home recipes for these my, smoothies, so you want blender, to be out in the street? I'm about to say. I would say my blender cool, but I went and got um what happened was right. So here's what happened. It's funny enough. I was getting little frozen bags. Something with one of the brands went left. So they pulled it. So I'm like, dang. And then I just wasn't sleeping well. And I'm like, all right, I'll just get a do for the day. It'll get me through. And then next thing you know. Hey, listen, I ain't gonna cat. It was this one Mountain Dew flavor. I think it was like a watermelon burst or something. I ain't gonna lie, that's hit. Baby, we was sucking them jokes down. We had Gosh. a Josh birthday party. We was like, where the fuck y'all get these from? Then we went into the store. I was like, there you go. Get, get a case. <laughs> Crushing. I was going to the 7-Eleven. I was like, young, I'm getting one of these. Like, mm-mm. I was like, back up off the Mountain Dew, Denisha. This ain't good for you. Uh-oh. It's not, it's not, it's not. It's my toxic girlfriend. I know it don't do me no good, <laughs> but she feels Listen, I feel you. <laughs> so with the smoothie thing though, like do you just make your own smoothies and stuff at home? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, because cause buying it just got to be like, it, 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 the cost effectiveness just wasn't there. I mean, they had this nice little stand in my job. They do it, it's cool. You get it however you want. Yeah. I know we got that and fruit. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I have snack instead of eating junk food. But um, yeah, I'll get that in the fruit salad. But uh once they up and left because it got too cold. Yeah. Um, they be back. It's getting nice outside. Oh, they they back out there now. They back out there now. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, because I'm always want a big john so I could go ahead and like that, Sip that, that the day. my breakfast. Yeah, that replaced my breakfast. Uh, like you said, I'm sipping on it. You know what I mean for hours or whatever. Yeah. Good. You know what I mean? It holds me over until lunch. And then I don't have to have as big a lunch. Yeah. So um, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I done got into the habit of going to Trader Joe's and buying the frozen fruit. Like normally mm-hmm. I used to like fresh fruit, but it's like I'm gonna stick the shit in the freezer anyway. And I started making a like smoothie bag. So I do the kale the spinach and the different mixes. When I'm on keto, really I can just have berries because even though it's like the sugars are good, they're not bad sugars. It's just like still you don't want your sugar level to be high on keto. So right. it's like berries are lower in carb and sugar. 
Um, but since I'm carb cycling now, I, I sometimes I throw the other fruits in there. Um, I just make the little bags and just dump them jumps in there, a little bit of coconut water, a little bit of orange juice sometimes, or almond milk, my protein powder, and keep it pushing. <laughs> like, and it hold me too, like for real. And I done got to the point now where it's like, I'm fucking cutting Starbucks off, bitch ass niggas. Um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> salty, my man, salty. Um <laughs> But I went and bought these Fairlife protein shakes because I have protein here, right? But I'm not about to take that good protein and mix it with coffee. So okay. um, a lot of people, what they do when they get the bariatric surgery and when they're on keto is they take espresso, like three shots of espresso or some cold brew because it's just strong and they mix it with the protein shake. And sometimes people will blend it up and make it kind of like frothy or smoothie-like. Um, yeah, I'm about to start doing that. Like, so that way I don't be putting all of that, you know, because I'm trying to cut my dairy down. Right. But th that goes into one of my goals. But nonetheless, so yeah, it's just like it, you have to make little habits in order to, you know, kind of kick the bad habits. And it's it gets annoying because you're like, damn, I gotta keep up with this shit. But once you get into the rhythm of it, it makes it easier. That's all it is. Like you said, replacing a bad habit with a good habit. Yeah, yeah. Keeping the rhythm going. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't worry, y'all. I'm going to get off it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to yeah. take me down. The dude ain't going to take my dude down. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to be out here missing all my teeth and whatnot. Because, listen, <laughs> I, I read somewhere where that it shit actually banned in other countries. It is. Because I there's was like, my God. There's literally whole towns where, like, you could tell they was down in that joint by the case, and they teeth is just black all over. They, 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 they pull up with your teeth missing. Mm -hmm. That's just crazy. I don't know. Like I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, my soda addiction isn't that. I went to um Charleston for work in like the what the third week of January, and um. So when I go down there, there's always, you know, my angst to go buy these two sodas. Tahitian okay. Treat, the best fruit punch you're ever going to drink in your classic. motherfucking life. That is uh -huh. that classic, that's man. Crack. Classic. Okay, and then Cheerwine. And a lot of people don't know what Cheerwine is, but to me, it's a cross between a Dr. Pepper and a cherry soda. Mm-hmm. So good. But they had zero sugar ones. I was like, because when I'm on keto, I get zero sugar like ginger ale. And it tastes just like regular ginger ale. And I can kind that's kind of like my little treat. So yeah, your girl came back with 10 cases of soda. <laughs> but at least some of them was zero sugar. Cause lo and behold, I did not know that Arturo asked was outside drinking my motherfucking cheer wine. I was like, nigga, you don't drink dark sodas. What wait, wait. I look, he ran through. Leave it to us husbands, man. I said, nigga, you could at least tell me you like the soda. I thought you knew. I said, we have been to North Carolina and South Carolina. And I'll go to cookout and order a chair wine float. I've never heard you order chair wine. I've never seen you buy chair wine. I said, but for some motherfucking reason, but somebody don't drink dark sodas, though. You out there killing my motherfucking chair wine. Child, my house is like the soda central because they go outside. Can I get a soda out of the garage? Because <laughs> we got a whole refrigerator in the garage. And I be having all kinds of shit in there. Like my, my my little bro was in Cali. So out there, when I go, it's like, I need to get cactus coolers. 
And that's like orange and it's an orange and pineapple soda mix. With some good old tacos, mm-hmm. baby. So yeah, I'm a soda snob, whore, fiend, low key, but mostly ginger ale. <laughs> Cause like I've been just crushing the bowl for a minute. So I get it. It's hard to kick the soda habit sometimes. Hard work, hard yeah. Work. I'm about to start making my own ginger ale though. I gotta get my life together. Mm, that's diabetes. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't, can't struggle with that. I can't afford to struggle with that. Yeah, me neither. So, you know, what's but, number two for you? Well, I could go either way with this, but so one of the other, so my, I'm gonna say my number two is because I yeah, think it's necessarily in a particular but, order. But so the, here's the thing. Because for me, fitness is always a goal. But I'm just sick of this shit at this point. Like, I'm just sick of this shit. And I'll get to it later. So I'm going to say that for last. Because it's going to be a motherfucking rant. So, baby. (laughs) I said that I was... So every year I do a money savings challenge, right? And it's literally just to stack bread, right? So that I could just have money to spend on bullshit. Now, as of lately, I haven't been buying a lot of bullshit. I barely buy sneakers. Um, I don't pay for my purses. So, um, I don't really shop and buy clothes like that because I go to work one day a week. <laughs> I don't really go nowhere. I'm in ass leisure or gym clothes all the time. So I said this year, um, cause last year I, a good portion of the money that I saved for my savings challenge, I bought, I put a hefty down payment on my truck because I didn't want a sizable note. So now it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I got this, you know, amount of savings. That's pretty good. Most motherfuckers ain't got $1,500 in their savings account. So, but I was like, um, I'm really ready to start doing renovations on my home. Been in this house since 2009. And the only project I've ever, you know, done is the basement because I really didn't want to entertain people upstairs. And I felt like the basement had so much space. It was like the nicest gathering spot, right? But it's to the point where it's like, I spend so much time in the house now. I'm like, I want a nice kitchen. I want nice bathrooms. I want a bigger bedroom. (laughs) I want a bigger closet. I want to really build out a nice workout space. So I found this... um, People always come to me for financial advice. And I'm just like, girl, when you go take some of this financial advice you were giving people. So my homie hit me and was like, yeah, I have a savings challenge for you uh, this year. You always said to me one, I got one for you. And it was like, one of them is for 10,000, others for 20. So I was like, ooh, in one account, I'm gonna do this for 10, like in a house account. Um, and then my personal account, I'm doing the $20,000 one. Because I was like, I want to use that money to do renovations on my house at the top of next year. Because, like, I hate my bathrooms. I hate my kitchen. And I'm just like, it's time for me to start putting some love into this home. Like, because it's funny, uh, my best friend uh, came over and now her husband had never been in my house. So she, we and her were talking about, you know, a few life things or whatever. And she was like, yeah, because Lacey was like, what's what's going on with this? Like, because he knows how I am. Like, I've helped them, like, put and pick pick fixtures for their home. And, like, I talk to them about, like, their appliances. And, like, so he knows that I know about all of that kind of stuff. So he was just, like, I guess surprised because he was thinking that my house probably was, like, so grandiose and nice and well-designed. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I said, I'm not... I, 
Lacey Wright. I said, I haven't done anything to this house um, because I was an avid believer of, I'll put money into this house when it's paid for. But I done came to the point where it's like, it's like a point of contention for me. I really want to have a nice kitchen because I love to cook. And I'm tired of people asking me to make macaroni and cheese. Like I need a double oven, baby. Because making making three, four pans with a regular oven ain't working out for me. Um, and I, I really want to convert my stove to a gas stove. Huh? I remember to put that on my request menu when I saw Listen, I done got a baby shower request already. I'm like, you know, this is why I shouldn't ask. Because I already knew. I was like, you're going to ask me to make macaroni and cheese. Like, <sighs> okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, Swiss, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I want a nice ass shower. I want a tub. I want a big ass bathroom. So I'm doing pretty good with my money saving challenge. Personally, for the house account, not so much so. Because like, it'd be shit popping up like, oh, okay, we got to get a new washing machine. Oh, we got to do this. So I'm I'm aiming to have a minimum of $20,000 at the end of the year to at least upgrade. It's probably going to have to be... I'm probably going to have to either do both the bathrooms or one of the bathrooms in the kitchen. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be one of the bathrooms in the kitchen. And I think I'm going to do the bathroom on the main level down here and the kitchen. Because essentially, I'm probably going to do the saving challenge again the next year. And I'm going to take that and do the upstairs. Like, I want a whole nother level in this house. I want the entire next level to be my motherfucking room my bathroom, my closet, and my sitting room. Like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> so I'm like, I am on a plan to save money so that at the end of the year, I can start looking into, because I already have the person in mind that I want to do my work, um, mm -hmm. but I'm sure it's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty price tag because she's become super popular now. Like not off, no, she's famous or nothing, but the work she does, like she stays busy. So I'm just kind of like, so that's that's one of the goals I have is to save so that I can start investing in my home and making it a little more livable. Like, and then with the dog, it's like the furniture, I need to get new furniture at some point because he just think he can just lay on the furniture. God forbid I say this, but when he die, that's when I buy new furniture. But until then, it's like, mm -mm. like I'll get the floors redone because right now, I mean, he just scratching them all up. So my goal is working towards getting, you know, my house in a homely, livable, habitable manner for myself and saving to do so. So. Speaking of him, I gotta get down there so Nate could Nate could meet him. Because you know, Nate's still at the point where he's scared of animals, but you know, you, oh, and, no. Lugo, you and Lugo and um, another one of my friends, uh, I, well, I should say our friend, Alexis, uh, her dog, um, Violet, there we go, Violet. Um, big ass dog too. Um, y'all both got big dogs when I think about it. Uh, but like y'all dogs are super friendly and just always have been yeah y'all so, like, the only people who dogs i feel safe around when it comes to my kids yeah all of the kids was with nick when he was young yeah so you know what i'm saying i don't be worried about it and that's the good know, thing about having a well-trained dog yeah yeah absolutely 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, Lugo was again, a protection dog. Knowing so. that y'all, knowing that y'all specifically did that again allows me to, you know, affords me the luxury of being able to bring my kids when I come see y'all and not be like, hey, 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 before I bring them in, put that big ass dog in the basement. Yeah, put that up. Put that up. <laughs> I don't want to have to get put out because y'all see me wrestling with y'all dog, try and pry his jaws off my kid wrist. God damn it, oh, and my kid. <laughs> nah, Lugo just eat puppies that fucking don't. I call them puppies because everything is little compared to him. Uh, but it's funny because I'd be like, Lugo not that big. But then I guess in retrospect, because I'm thinking about how big his dad got, and I'm just kind of like, okay, I guess he is a big dog. Like, but yeah, he's he loves kids. Like Josh and I be feeding him. Like he is like Marley. She did. Now she'd be like, hi, brother, giving him his snacks. Like, he is, you got a snack? Lugo, love you. Okay. That's it. That's all. That's all you got to do. Get, win his heart. Riley is the same way. Pass to one treat, and after that, she mind with you. Yep. <laughs> so, goal number three, right? Um, Rounding out the bases. Like, you're going to round out the bases, and I'm going to keep it simple. So, uh, I've mentioned before, I am a comic book geek. I am a nerd. My collection is extensive. I have a couple of genres that's probably worth a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have a lot that's worth nothing. I just collected them over the years because <laughs> I actually wait to read them. You know what I'm saying? The stories interest me. So, you know, some genres I got by like, I've had them in those big ass Tupperware joints that you see in Target. Yeah, only stacked like, away. Yeah, not the clear one. So I don't know what is in what joint or whatever. Um, and I promised myself that I wouldn't go to no more Comic-Cons and start <laughs> buying more joints just because it's like, oh, this is such and such issue and they selling it for this. Yeah. They telling me I can, get, I can get 10 for 12 and you know I could get this joint for 20 or half off over here because like I got three of the same joints, you know what I'm saying? not knowing what I have. And I always said I wanted to, you know, start cataloging. So, um, you know, when the yard sales come up, yeah, I could go and start moving my stuff too. Like, here you go, dollar, dollar yeah. 25, 50 cent, whatever, yeah. what have you. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, not to get rich, but one, to create some space. Um, <laughs> and, and two, like, I feel like I'm one of those people that like to share the joy of things that, you know, I enjoy. So, if there's a kid that, you know, with all the comic book movies out now, there's, you know, kids that want to be into it. Like, so mm -hmm. it's like, here you go. Yeah, they Boom. made it popular now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you might want to sit down and read, especially since the com a lot of the comics I have are from when it was a tamer age and it's not as graphic. So it's like, you know, you get to see the story as it was originally written. And that might be, fan you know, that might be fantastic to some kids or you know, even other collectors just to go ahead and share with them, trade, whatever, what have you. So um, it just so happened that uh, my wife got me a couple of pieces of furniture. So that allowed me to store them and display them. Um, I ain't going to show y'all the whole joint. I'm going to put the picture on, you know, the page or whatever. Um, but yeah. But I like the setup behind you. It's right behind me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got, you know, I'm sure y'all could recognize a couple of joints. I ain't going to close in too much. But uh, yeah, it definitely, um, and that's like how you said you want to make your home more homely. Like I've spent so much time, uh, you know, between working two jobs and then trying to coach and then trying to, you know, have somewhat of an adult social life. 
to where when I'm home, all I want to do is kick it with the fam, maybe game and sleep. Um, that, you know, having bought our home, because that was the thing too, like with the apartment we was at, I'm like, I'm not worried about decorating this apartment. I'm not yeah, because you know, you know I mean, you'd be there for a short time. And, and you know, even even being there for four for four years, like close to six years, it was just kind of like, uh, nah. You know, she was like, oh, well, do you want to put this up? Do you want to put that up? But no, no, I don't. No, no, I'm cool. not at all. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. So now that we have our own place, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, all right, well, you know what? Yeah. You know, I, I really got to carve out space for me because the boys have their own room. You know what I'm saying? My wife has the basement. So there's not really, a, there hasn't been a really Nyree space in the house yeah. this year. And that is kind of, you know, makes it feel like it's, you know, my space, you know, and I ain't going to eat up time showing y'all my collection today. But like I said, I'll do that in a separate video. So listen, you know. we'll do a episode on prize pieces. Yours well, are your sure. comic books and mine is my sneakers. Dad, you know what? There you go. Y'all got a preview, right? Exclusive. You hear me? Exclusive right out the gate. Me, me, the guys <laughs> drop exclusive on y'all. Tune in for that episode. We'll let you know. We'll even reference <laughs> this episode to let you know. All right. For sure. For sure. Like I said, it definitely helps me with the organization. It gave me something to do besides my regular daily life chores and all right. that. And it was fun to go through, you know, digging in the crates, as they say, um, and, 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 you know, see what I have, see what I don't have, see how much stuff I have, more than I even realized. Um, and plus, I will say this much. This top is my blackity black shelf where it's all black heroes, all black titles, black writers, black authors. I love it. You know, black writers, black artists. That's going to be that show. So, you know, if y'all ever, you know, once I get things more rounded out with it, you know what I mean? I'll definitely be taking, uh, you know, uh, suggestions from, you know, the crowd who might be into it and stuff like that. I'll even preview stuff for y'all so y'all can pass on to y'all kids or, you know, your up and coming nerds or somebody who you know is into it but might not know about that. So yeah, like I like said, this it, was like cool to help me to organize, create some space, get some stuff out of the basement so that it's yeah. more space in the basement to move around. Um, Cause I wanted to create a little workout space in the basement too. So that, you know, my boys could go down there and just work on a handle, yeah. uh, you know, on the rainy days where they can't go outside. outside. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I'll say, I'll say I'm 45% towards the goal of achieving both of those. Okay. Yeah, I want to, uh, of course, Lugo has his own room in the basement. And dare I say this again, but when he's no longer, you know, <laughs> I'm going to uh, probably move the gym stuff down there, maybe. Like, okay. we'll see. But because uh, I've literally turned one of the bedrooms into a whole workout room slash sitting room for me. And I'm like, do I leave that there or not? But I'm like, damn, because I kind of want to get a Stairmaster. Like, so we'll see. But yeah, it's definitely clutch to have a nice little workout area in the house. So for sure. Yeah. But it's also nice to have an area of your own too. So, you know, make a space for yourself. Cause I don't do I I guess the gym area, sitting room is kind of like my own space. Like, but then I be in my room all the time. So maybe that's my own space too. So yeah but um, that's kind of how i was feeling about the living room like that's where i'll be when i'll be gaming so 
You know, yeah. like, this is my space. If anybody just walked down into it and just could walk in front of the TV, I, I kind of feel like I need a little bit more. So, yeah. You know, it's a good start to my little media space so y'all can see. Yeah, that's what I like about our basement. It has like the four separate rooms to it. Um, well, you know, so you got the one side decide where the bar stuff is, right. and the room where Lugo is. And if I was any kind of smart, I'd actually turn that into an apartment down there and rent it out and pay my fucking mortgage with it. <laughs> Cause the way things is going, because it has a walkout entrance and everything. So mm-hmm. um put another hey. stove refrigerator back down there because I have the means to do all of that and the sink and stuff. Um, but again, that comes to go to me needing to do the renovation stuff to the home that I've been putting off for so many years. Cause I don't, like I just want to pay cash for that kind of stuff. That's why my goal is to save the cash because I don't want to put nothing on the credit card. Cause y'all know how I am about the credit card. So like I just don't do the debt thing anymore. Like it's killing me. Like I know they're sick of me. Like I don't got a car no due until May. Because I done paid so much. They're like, bitch, you don't owe us. You don't owe us nothing until May. Yeah, you're gonna keep getting this money though. That's what's gonna happen. So I just can't do it. I hate to see money going out the door, but so, yeah. But um, so of course, my last goal is always fitness. Um, but you know, I think really it it's not just about fitness for me anymore, it's really just prioritizing myself and doing the things that I need to do for myself across the board so it's like yeah I got a new plan doled out to me at the top of the year and I was doing pretty good like but then the situation with my best friend happened because I traveled for work and of course I was like really adamant I was like I do not want to go on this trip and I almost like basically took the hit and was like I'm about to go on leave and just not go because I was like I don't want to go out of town because it just it ruins like my whole like setup and game plan it ruins my whole routine and then once I get out of a routine or something it's so hard for me to get back into it so a part of like prioritizing myself is keeping my routine going and a part of my routine is making sure that I'm sticking to you know this fitness plan and it's been kind of tough because I have to get up early some mornings um and then like a couple uh one of the two a couple of the days I got two a days, um, which I, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't really ready for that. Um, <laughs> like Saturday was one day, one thing, but both of my two a days on the days that I box. So that's kind of like a little bit of a stress on the body. Um, mm-hmm. but when I was on it, I was on it. Like we had a session before he went on travel and he was like, Yeah, you did really good today. And I felt like really strong. But yeah, mentally, I just wasn't in it. So I'm like, yeah, I kind of got to get myself together mentally. But um, I had some other shit going on. I had my head somewhere else anyway. Um, But I just said I need to kind of like prioritize myself first, because even though I got all these other things going on, I got to learn to like take a moment and say, I still got to get this shit done for me. So like getting back on my workout plan and then like this week, um, because of all the stuff that was going on, my best friend was like, I clean my house. If I don't have, uh, I'm a neat freak. Like I, I just, I don't like clutter. I, I'm OCD. So it was like, all right, we got to get this house cleaned up. So uh, team, let's go break, like clean this right. kitchen, clean this, clean that. I got my room organized. Like I, I was coming home, peeling out of my clothes, 
like crawling in the bed, going to sleep. It was shit all over the floor. I couldn't see nothing. Shoes everywhere, clothes everywhere. So I like cleaned up my room, cleaned up everything, like just organized stuff. And then it's like now, okay, on to, you know, the food piece. It's like, all right, so now I'm back to cooking. I'm back to, you know, having stuff on hand. I'm back to kind of doing my carb cycling thing, kind of watching my calories. And because I'm supposed to be in the caloric deficit. And we know how hard that can be. But right. also it's just kind of like, given what happened with my best friend, although it wasn't specifically health and fitness related, it was just like, you never know when some shit going to pop off and you just got to be at your best self. So like really, I just am really trying to prioritize myself and do a lot of the things that I know I need to do for me and stop prioritizing other people. But then also learning when I need to sit the fuck down and say, okay, I got to take a time out or say, okay, I need some help. Um, or yeah, I ain't got it. Can you do it? And, you know, just dismissing people from my life that's not working for me. That's just causing me too much drama. That's really not here to help me elevate my life in any way. So I would say I'm about 50% with that goal because if it wasn't for the situation with Yolanda, I probably would be fucking full tilt right now. But that was a different situation. That's not one of the things where I let somebody drag me out of what I had going on routine-wise. It was one of those things where it was like, no, I chose to do that because I was needed in that instance. So um i'm hopeful that by march and i say that like that ain't come i mean the end of march i'm back into a rhythm and routine because i mean like this week i took uh you know a few meals um only ate out once i met up with my homegirl this evening because she had a book launch so she wanted to catch up and um we went to a little food hall and i still kept it clean i got some some fucking the smoked chicken wings and brussels sprouts it was like trying to make good decisions in here but it's just like yeah prioritizing things for myself making sure my health and fitness is locked in my my finances is locked in my mental is locked in doing things i need to do for me and spending time with people that really just you know replenish me so you know just really my goal is to try to prioritize myself across the board and don't feel guilty about it that's right that's right absolutely so i'm probably at a uh <laughs> i'm probably at a i say 25 percent, you know with the travel 50 percent with the you know the third goal of prioritizing myself is 75 percent with my money savings so i ain't doing too bad that's not too bad maybe for february i ain't doing too bad not too bad at all you absolutely yeah. right yeah i could dig it all right so uh, you you had mentioned uh, something about a book release, so that reminds me of two drops I gotta make right quick for my brothers. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, um, you know what I mean? We gotta show the homie hype love. You know what I'm saying? That's hype H Y M P E, not hype. He is not geeked up. He'll tell you that in a second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you know, you know. For the past couple of years, I've been going to his live show, showing him support. The first year he did it, I was actually part of the talent on stage. AKA mm-hmm. paid out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, I mean, it was fun. It's it's a great situation. Again, I can't I can't wait to, you know, what I mean, we get our stuff together so we could go ahead and do ours, man. I know it's gonna be lit. Um Liddy commit. That's another reason why I also go to his, 
you know, every year that he has is because it's like there's some more game to soak up. There's some more yeah. you know, things to see, like seeing how he navigated. So, you know, that's why I tried, created that hashtag, hashtag hype taught me because, you know what I'm saying? That's the cool thing about having, uh, you know, other content creators that you cool with, you get to yep. learn from, you know, whether it's their uh, mistakes or whether it's the things that they did to make it a success. Um, you know what I mean? When they not hide, when people not being stingy with their information, right? And they let you see how to, you know, how the uh, what they say, how the sausage is made or whatever. Pause. Um, you get to learn. <laughs> you get to learn and see. You know what I'm saying? How you want to do it, what you want to take, what you want to leave, so that when you throw your event, it's it's nothing but fire. Um, so yeah, first and foremost, the height. The How to Hustle podcast, live podcast, is coming again March 12th at the barn, okay? It is at 4901 Catherine Street, Philly, PA, 19143. Uh, As I said, I'll be there again. So if you feel like politicking with a brother, you know what I'm saying? Look for the ball, bearded. Freckle fat man. I'm a, I'm way a little bit less because you know I mean that's part of my grind. Um Doing our job. I'm still gonna be there, you know what I'm saying? And you know I mean we'll we'll chop it up before the show start. All right, the door is open at six, the show starts at seven. It will start without you. So you know what I mean. We ain't waiting on you niggas. <laughs> As they say, the show must go on. The marathon yes. continues, whatever joy you want to put in there. All right. But the door is coming at six. I'll be there early. So like I said, we could chop it up before the show, before that man puts on the show that he's known to put on. All right. So again, the tickets is $15. And again, it's at at, uh, at IG, I am hype, H-Y-M-P-E. Go ahead, hit the link in that man bio so you can get your tickets. Or uh, you can go to his page. You got the little scan, you mean the QR code. So you can go ahead, (laughs) the digital ticket. Instead of having the, you know, oh, well, I'm from over here, so I won't be able to get the physical ticket. Make no, your excuse. life easy. No excuses. You're either going to go or you're not going to go. You feel me? But I'm making it easy for y'all to go. You know what I'm saying? And if you go ahead and you try to hit him up for the tickets, tell him Coach sent you. Yep. All yep. right. Another thing that I got to promote is one of my mans, you know what I'm saying? We, we talk about all these gurus and relationship gurus and, you know, red pill and you know, uh, all, all this stuff, you know, ate at the table, all these different mm-hmm. people busy telling you how you should run your romance life or your love life and stuff like that. And what everybody say at the end of the day, when they, when the minute they say something, you don't like what somebody say, well, who qualified you to say something? Well, my man, Adam, AKA AB Bracewell is actually, actually qualified to have these kind of conversations with you per his degrees. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Science, okay. In actually, the man actually studied relationship as a course, as part of his degree. All right, he has MS, so like he's in there, in there, and he's dropping his third book on March 18th: "The Sexual Miseducation of Black Men in America." Ooh. I'm proud to say that I got a, to contribute a small part to how this was done. Uh, I'm even on the cover. That's fire. I appreciate Ooh, you. Look at you. Me and uh, some other of our brothers on the cover. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, is even You might even see a quote in there from me, y'all. Just might see a quote mm. in there from me. Um, 
you know what I'm saying? But basically, like, the title, it sounds like it's a little controversial, but it's honestly just getting to the root of it. People saying, you know, Black men always want to hold women responsible and tell women what to do. Nobody's telling the Black men what to do. No, we're not here to tell Black men what to do, but we're here to keep it honest with Black men because we are Black men and we want the best for us. Right. And this book is in that vein to where it's like, listen, let's keep it 100 this is why we see women the way we do. This is why we see sex the way we do. This is how it shapes our relationships. And, and, and that's just it. You could take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? We're not copping, please. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's not copping, please. He's not trying to explain away. Oh, well, this is why that guy cheats on you all the time. So let him cheat. Nah. But sometimes those are the questions that's asked. You know, why does yeah. a man cheat? Or why does a man not open up? Or these kind of things. And, you know, why do men see women in this light? And the man did the legwork, not just, you know, theories and reading stuff. Literally, he went boots to ground, talking to this guy, talking to that guy, talking to this woman about that guy. So this book really is going to give you a very, in my opinion, a very accurate depiction of everything that he's pulled together as a resource to paint the big picture. So Black men understand themselves better. And tell black women understand men better. So right. got a son, brother, you know what I'm saying, husband, whatever, do it in your life that you want to understand better. This book is the goal towards that. I promise you. I promise you he's not going to miss. All oh. right. So if you happen to be in the Philadelphia area, again, I'm gonna drop his link in the uh in the comments or in the thread rather. I'm gonna drop his link. I'm gonna do it on the page as well. Miss, the miseducation, I just want to make sure I got it correct. The miseducation, the sexual miseducation of Black men in America okay. by Abe Bracewell, dropping March 18th, all right? Definitely going to have to cop that. I put, yeah, and and he's going to have some book release events, all right? So you might see a fella at one of those, you know what no, I mean? let me know. I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all know. But uh, that's that's it for the promotional segment uh as we always say man we thank y'all for coming if this is your first time we hope you come back we enjoyed you having y'all here man we really do treat this podcast like it's a crib you know what i'm saying we invite you in pull up a chair stay Get for back. as long as you want come back as many times as you want man uh feel free to hit us up at ig life be lifing that's just a letter b lifing Life, L-I-F-E, if you can't spell life for some reason, it's all right. I'm only going to judge you a little bit. Not a lot of it. Just the the letter B, not B-E, just the letter B, life, L-I-F-I-N-G. Excuse me, on IG. Um, We are creating a discussion page on Facebook where we just put some stuff on there. So Mm -hmm. I'm coming there and we can just have conversations. We can just interact with each other, you know what I'm saying? Of course, it's going to be content included you know what i'm saying so y'all can weigh in on that uh for those who may not have already been tuned in but also just you know random stuff we'll even let y'all go ahead and post stuff to get the comments going and get the conversations going yeah. you know what I'm i just want a safe place where people could respectfully have adult conversations you know whether it's pertinent important yeah. funny or just you know whatever thoughts we have to share amongst each other i would like for us to have a community where it's safe to do that you know, on the internet, it's really hard to have that these days. Man, but I what is a jungle out there? <laughs> I would like to take a shot at creating that for us. All right. I was reading uh, some uh, stuff online today. <laughs> uh, 
basically it was like you really liked her everything was good but what turned you on they did it fellas go ladies go and i was like the comments had me rolling the comments and and, and and that's just so i don't want i don't want people to be catching smoke with each other all crazy it's just yeah. kind of like listen we all going to throw the information out there you take what you need take the meat spit the bones out yeah and i'm talking some crazy pauses today lord <laughs> nobody knows it was so but y'all guys so like so i didn't even say that i knew it was I like know. you know you from you know i'm trying to i'm tripping off that shit i already know what's up like i, I leave Man, that no homo shit for you guys yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really say no homo i ain't riley y'all say no homo granddad or you a homo uh, <laughs> <laughs> I miss I miss the boondocks. Jesus, to bring it back <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, no, nah, man, that's the kind of stuff we got going on for y'all. Again, thank you for coming. If it's your first time, it's your fourth, fifth time. Thank you. We appreciate everybody who stops by. You know, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube. We are on Anchor. Hit the link tree so you can find us wherever you need to find us. We everywhere, Spotify, baby. Apple Play, random streaming service, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Heart Radio. We can be found in these ways. <laughs> all that. Just hit the link tree and click whatever works for you. We there. If you click it and you need it and we ain't there, feel free to hit us up and, and you know, we'll get there, okay? Uh, as I always say, man, be smart, be kind, be patient, be respectful, uh, be safe and stay dangerous. Um, those two gotta stay together these days. Um, For sure. Be good to as many people as you possibly can. As I always say, I know people make it impossible. Don't beat yourself up over it. Fuck them. Yeah, but most but of all, be good to yourself. Be good to yourself. You hear me? We all need it, man. We all need it. And though we didn't do our therapy plug that we always do. But part of being good to yourself is if that's what you need, I know it's not the cheapest thing in the world, man, go get you some Medicaid or some Medicare, get whatever. <laughs> if you do it through your job, you know, go check in with a clinic that just has hours, go look up online. They might just have groups to where you could come sit, talk with some people, whatever it is you need to get that monkey off your back, good. to get that burden off yourself. So that you could stay here with us because suicide rates are crazy. At an all-time high. Black men, I, as a black man, I know we have the highest. Yeah. So by all means, I would like for as many of us who are here to be here, to live in our purpose, um, and to make this world a better place one day at a time, one person at a time, one small area at a time. So please, if you need it, if you don't know you need it, you probably need it. Okay. Hey, so even Megan Thee Stallion started a whole website to help people get help. Okay. So take, take, it's resources. Take advantage. It's, it's big resources out it, there. You just, you got to look. You'll be able to find something. I personally always recommend check, checking with your, uh, you know what I mean? Checking with your uh, insurance. Mm -hmm. The two places I always recommend is BetterHelp. Because they kind of make it easy for you to find yeah, a therapist and they kind of cater to your need. And some people need therapy contact more than me yeah. to where you can text them even outside of your sessions 
You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. If you can't wait till your session, like I have a session with my therapist every Thursday, if you can't wait till Thursday and something you just got to get off with better help, you have that option. Yeah. Um, hmm. ThriveWorks is not so much that option, but I know for sure that one of the benefits of ThriveWorks is it's easy to find a counselor who looks like you. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. And right? I know how important that is to a lot of people. You know, super saying? important. I mean, my my therapist study well, she just went up on her rates, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> she look her rate, her new rates uh went into go into effect the day before my damn therapy session. I thought they'd be like, uh, <laughs> can I get the grandfather praise, child? But again, I wouldn't listen. Grand, lock me into this regular rate, baby. <laughs> But I mean, I'm, I've been paying all these years. I'm going to keep paying. Like when she had a new booking system this year, um, this month. And um, she said, and I thought I had booked. Like, I was like, oh, well, this was easy. She reached out to me. She was like, yeah, I don't see you on my schedule. So I'm reaching out to get you on my schedule. I don't move some stuff around because I know these are the days that you normally, the times made it happen. I was like, and because I'm working on another goal that I didn't want to mention or talk about, um, she was like, I'd rather see you earlier than later to see where you are with this. Cause she knows like that this goal been sliding to the right for some years now, but you know, I I was giving some homework. So I think she wanted, she was like, yeah, I know it's like a couple weeks earlier. Cause I always go the last Monday of the month. Okay. So I think I'll be seeing her next Monday and then it'll probably be like another two, three weeks I'm going to see her. So yeah, it is what it is, you know, but yeah, I, I'm going to keep going. Yo, I'm keep paying. That's a fact, man. Listen, people always telling you one of the best investments you can make is in yourself. That's part of that okay. prioritizing myself. Okay. Like she said, that's her goal. And like I said, that is part of being good to yourself. I say it every episode be good to each other but most importantly be good to yourself and health as well mental physical all that all right that is part of the package do not neglect it all right till next time man we love y'all peace